Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning world, Maria here alive and kicking. Hope you guys are doing well and staying safe and not drowning in California. And I hope you all got to hear the show with Dr. Croco yesterday because I thought it was great. Actually, I used some of his techniques last night. Helped me sleep like a baby. So if you didn't hear it, go in and hear it. Let your friends know that this is not just a new show. This is a life-saving show on so many levels. So I think we really uh, gave you some really good solutions yesterday. All right, next week will be Hell and High Water with myself and Chuck Ocelli, so you'll want to stay tuned. And I'm just going to get on with the news because, as usual, there's plenty of it. Okay, well, many more losses for Trump. Trump's immunity claim was shot down by the D.C. Appeals Court panel in his January 6th election interference case. It now hands the case, which was stalled pending the appeal, back to District Court Judge Tanya Chutkin for trial. So they should put it right back on the calendar where it was. His attorneys could appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, teeing up another major constitutional test involving his campaign at the nation's highest court. So today, SCOTUS is going to hear arguments over whether Trump is ineligible for Colorado's GOP primary ballot. Plaintiffs argue that Trump's role in the events on January 6th bar him from running under the 14th Amendment's Insurrection Clause. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't take a bet either way on that one because most Americans don't trust the Supreme Court to rule fairly on 2024 election cases, according to a new poll. More than half of respondents say they don't trust SCOTUS to make right decisions. When asked if they trusted the Supreme Court, 58% of respondents either said not at all or just some. According to this CNN poll, the majority of Americans are eager for a verdict on those federal charges before the next election. And yet everybody's dragging ass, especially the judge in Florida. Well, country music star Toby Keith died this week. He was 62. He was battling stomach cancer. He was a singer-songwriter behind hits such as Beer for My Horses and I Love This Bar. Died after a battle with stomach cancer. So he's uh, on his way out, and hopefully he'll remember to never come back here. All right, an ex-con, 60 years old, who did 17 years, was out in less than two and arrested for a fatal shooting outside a Harlem pizzeria. Tyrone Holly, who was paroled less than two years ago after spending 17 years in prison, was charged with murder. Some parole board there. Well, I told you that King Charles has, uh, has cancer, and Prince Harry, after being treated like crap by that family, rushed to his father's side. He arrived in the UK, rushing from California after his father's cancer diagnosis. 
He raced from the California home that he shares with Meghan Markel to be with his father, who was recently diagnosed with cancer, and I understand he got 45 minutes with his father. That's a long way to travel for 45 minutes when you've pretty much been exiled by the royal family. So let's see what else we've got. This by Mark Crispin Miller, who keeps track of people dropping dead suddenly. King Charles diagnosed with cancer. Since his parents, both vaccinated, died suddenly some months later, and since other royals like Kate Middleton, Sarah Ferguson have also been stricken by mysterious illnesses, this news is quite striking. Not many British royals have been hit with cancer since the 18th century. The small number diagnosed with it since include Prince Albert, the son of Queen Victoria, who, having abdicated out of love, made news thereafter as the Duke of Windsor. The sad fact, and perhaps the crucial fact, is we don't know what's going on because we can't, since our free press doesn't tell us, since by and large they know just as little as we do, while they too keep on dropping dead, or suddenly contracting rare aggressive cancers after they were jabbed, for real, along with everyone else. Separately, Buckingham Palace said Charles didn't have prostate cancer. His Majesty has today commenced a schedule of regular treatments, during which time he's been advised by doctors to postpone public-facing duties. That was a statement from them. So I guess uh, Harry's the spare, and he better hope his brother lives long. All right, Mayor Adams, New York police pal, pled guilty to spearheading the 2021 campaign straw donor scheme. I told you this guy's a crook and surrounded by them. Dwayne Montgomery pled guilty on Monday to charges he ran a scheme to funnel illegal donations into the mayor's campaign coffers. All right, New York City immigrant blames the New York police for spending 11 months on Rikers Island before being acquitted. Victor Abrams said he spent 11 months after New York detectives botched photo evidence in robbery and attempted robbery cases. Meanwhile, he rotted on Rikers Island for almost a year. All right, Joe Biden, we already know that he's called, he's called Trump a sick fuck. Well, I guess he's also been said to have called Netanyahu a bad fucking guy. And the White House, of course, is denying it. Democrats reportedly increasingly concerned that support for Israel's offensive against Hamas could cost the 2024 election, with 50% of Biden voters saying Gaza's war is a genocide. Well, I called that right at the beginning with his Zionistic support. Let's go to Australia. Australia has approved the license application from big pharma company Paxvax, that will allow them to intentionally release a GMO vaccine consisting of live bacteria in Queensland via chemtrails. How many decades have I said chemtrails is the perfect delivery system? Well, obviously, they figured it out, too. The Office of the Gene Technology Regulator says the vaccine qualifies as a limited and controlled release under Section 50A of the Gene Technology Act 2000. So much for freedom of choice. Don't breathe. All right, the Senate pushed a bipartisan border deal, and then the right-wing Republicans, uh, after the right-wing Republican vowed to derail it, which they did for Trump. 
amid the supposed sudden border crisis that no one seems to want to fix, Senate leaders pushed for a tough $181 billion bill with many GOP priorities, and then the far-right-wing Republicans blocked the deal at the behest of Trump to prevent a victory for Biden in the election year. Well, Trump had four years and did nothing, accomplished nothing, except destroy our country, and now they've given Biden all this ammunition to blame it on Trump, and I hope he uses it. Biden would veto a standalone Israeli aid bill backed by the GOP, according to the White House, because now the GOP wants to do an aid bill for Israel and Ukraine without any border information in it. Well, on Monday, Biden said he'd veto it, uh, that would only provide aid to Israel as it backs a broader bill providing assistance to Ukraine and Israel and providing new funds for border security. Honestly, what have the Republicans accomplished in the past, I don't know, 20 years is a good question. So let's get over to this. This story's off The Guardian in the UK, just to give you an idea of how the world looks at the Republican Party and Trump and the MAGA maniacs out there. Republican congressmen are now talking about throwing migrants from helicopters. Anti-migrant rhetoric has reached the point of a congressman citing a far-right meme about Augusto Pinochet's death flights. The Intercept noticed many groups and individuals on the far right, like the Boogaloo Boys, Proud Boys, Three Percenters, Oath Keepers, Armed Trumpists, and the like, wear t-shirts that offer free helicopter rides, and when they do so, they're referencing the program of extermination. It's alarming to see this rhetoric from the far-right fringes. Imagine seeing this kind of political violence being advocated by a sitting politician or someone seeking the highest office in the land. Well, you don't have to imagine it anymore. Last week, the Republican Congressman Mike Collins of Georgia did just that, encouraging dropping them off helicopters. In our Christian nation, let's not leave that one out. All right, top military expert Colonel Douglas McGregor is warning against an attack on Iran. McGregor is a 28-year veteran of the Army who previously served as senior advisor to the U.S. Secretary of Defense. Explains that Iran did not perpetrate the recent attack that killed three American servicemen. He describes the long effort to get the U.S. to Iraq attack Iran on behalf of Israel and explain such an attack would be disastrous on every level. So let's go to Gaza, day 121. Water is life and Gaza is out of water. Israel imprisoned for almost two months an 82-year-old Gaza woman who had Alzheimer's disease because they're God's chosen ones. Israel made accusations with no evidence against Anwar and then froze their bank account. West Bank is still suffering demolitions. Israeli leaders lie and then they came clean about an unauthorized telegram channel that dehumanized Palestinians. The latest on the U.S. attempts to rationalize strikes in the Middle East is happening. And Israel is going to import workers to replace Palestinians. And Bernie Sanders, as usual, is saying no aid to Israel, but the rest of Congress is saying yes. All right, they've been having some severe wildfires in Chile. 
The death toll rose to at least 122 from weekend wildfires in Chile's central region of Valparaiso, with at least 370 people still missing. And there were over 500 mudslides in Los Angeles, spreading soggy dirt, debris, bacteria, and who knows what else through a hillside neighborhoods. Biden has promised aid to California after the rains flooded the state and hundreds of thousands of people left without power. Well, Amnesty International accused Israeli forces of killing Palestinians in the occupied West Bank with near total impunity since the inside job of October 7th. The war in Gaza is endangering a UN-backed process to end the nine-year conflict in Yemen. A bond between black and Palestinian activists is growing through protests over police brutality and the war in Gaza. And a Haitian prosecutor recommended charges against several people for the 2021 assassination of President Moise, including, unexpectedly, his first lady, his wife. And let's see what else we've got. Trump said this week he's ready to debate Biden immediately, like Biden should jump to talk to that moron. He said he was ready to debate him for the good of the country while he uh, shut down the border deal. Despite his refusal to participate in any events with his fellow Republicans so far, the first debate before the November general election is planned for September 16th. Trump's challenge to Biden was immediately declined. Biden told reporters, well, if I was him, I'd want to debate me too. He's got nothing else to do. All right, Gavin Newsom, California, is going to send 120 chip officers to fight crime in Oakland. He's sending 120 highway patrol officers to Oakland under a new state law enforcement campaign targeting an uptick in violence, violent crime and theft that has placed political pressure on politicians, divided Democrats, and bolstered criticism of California's criminal justice policies criminal justice. There is no justice in this country. Boeing 737 MAX 9 plane that lost their door plug was found to be missing bolts, according to the NTSB. The one that made the emergency landing last month after this door plug blew off midair was missing four bolts that would have prevented the panel from moving upward. I mean, how much does it cost to buy bolts? I just don't get it. All right, let's get to Netanyahu, who obviously knows that uh, Biden doesn't care much for him. Is Netanyahu waiting for Trump as Israel's Ben-Gur sabotages Biden? Israel's prime minister stays mum while their national security minister, Ben-Gur, ruins the country's relations with its greatest ally, the United States. Yep, Ben Gu, the national security minister, shunned by the U.S. administration for his extremist ultranationalist views, suggested in an extensive interview that U.S. President Biden was aiding Hamas. He said instead of giving up his full backing, Biden's busy with giving humanitarian aid and fuel to Gaza, which goes to Hamas. 
If Trump was in power, he said, the U.S. conduct would be completely different. Yeah, Trump would have already, Trump, <laughs> Trump is what he is. Trump would have already bombed and probably dropped nukes by now. His assault took place even as Biden was directing intense efforts to overcome congressional opposition to more than $14 billion, again, in special military aid for Israel. While Americans can't pay rent, they can't even afford McDonald's. McDonald's now has to start thinking about dropping their prices because people can't afford McDonald's. Not that anyone should eat that crap. All right, Trump said that he, was, he plans to declare martial law, and this is what it would look like. On the morning of June 1st, 2020, someone in the presidential chain of command looked into obtaining the active denial system, which is a weapon deemed by international treaties and conventions to be so heinous, so over the top, it's banned from ever being deployed by any nation on another nation's soil, in preparation for clearing a largely peaceful Black Lives Matter protest so he could take his picture with the upside-down Bible. He actually wanted to use this on people. This Orwellian crowd control device Trump sought to unleash on the BLM protesters and would likely seek to normalize in a second term is shaped like a standard satellite dish, fits on the back of a Jeep, and shoots out pulsed-directed energy waves similar to a microwave oven, all designed to make you feel right down to your nerve endings like you've been set on fire. Another equally troubling weapon also requested that day is one in which the author was less familiar, the long-range acoustic device. Suffice to say, it's a sound cannon with an extremely high decibel range known to cause permanent hearing loss. America owes an immeasurable debt of gratitude to the military commanders who stonewalled this last-minute, spontaneous attempt by the White House to get its hands on those weapons. But don't count on that guardrail a second time. The 47th president invokes the Insurrection Act and declares martial law, granting himself sweeping power to deploy U.S. armed forces on America's streets. Military leaders who would dare speak out against him such as former Joint Chiefs Chairman Mike Milley, are rounded up and summarily executed. Meanwhile, SEAL Team 6 is deployed to assassinate his political rivals. Reporters who don't toe the line are rounded up. Newspapers that don't print what they're told are shut down and broadcast media outlets that air any news not pre-approved by the White House forced off the air. Detention camps for undocumented immigrants and God knows who else start going up everywhere and armed personnel begin going door to door to round them up along with anyone else unfortunate enough to wind up on Trump's enemies list. None of this is hyperbole. Trump has made it clear he has no problem deploying any of these measures. Every idea expressed here originated with Trump himself. And that's why he needs to be stopped. But most people still don't want to believe it. Okay, a U.S. military helicopter with five Marines heading to California went missing this week. Uh, it, uh, the aircraft just failed to arrive at the California Air Force Base. It was reported overdue after leaving Creech Air Force Base in Indian Springs, Nevada, on its way to San Diego. 
but they did find all five Marines dead, which is pretty sad. Okay, to uh, New York, <laughs> New York Housing Authority supers, meaning superintendents, allegedly took the biggest bribes in the agency's $2 million corruption scandal. Of the 70 supers indicted, 10 stand out for having allegedly accepted $1.1 million in bribes, about half the total amount of money at play, in the sweeping scandal. And that's America. Ain't that America? All right, a man who was shot in the garment district in Manhattan in a mugging died of a blood clot, and Harlem ex-cons have been charged, two of them, charged with robbery and assault for shooting him, but not murder, even though the case has been deemed a homicide. All right, a prominent New York City trans rights activist, Cecilia Gentili, died. She was an award-winning author, activist, actor, and founder of Trans Equity Consulting. Don't come back here. All right, I don't know what the total is up to today, but as of yesterday, it was an eye-popping 13 inches of rain drenching part of South California. The rain totals topped 12 inches in some areas like Bel Air and Topanga. No rainfall records were broken, they're saying, really. Downtown Los Angeles did tally a whopping almost nine inches of rain over a three-day period, and it's still raining there. Actually, it's snowing here. We already got a lot of the rain from California here. And now the rain is turning into sleet and snow. Los Angeles County legal spending skyrocketed to a billion dollars last year. The cost to defend Los Angeles County and its army of sheriff's deputies, firefighters, social workers, and doctors against lawsuits skyrocketed in the first fiscal in the last fiscal year, according to two reports released this week. Lawsuits is what's causing you. Lawsuits because your army of sheriffs and cops are probably getting sued like nobody's business. The total spending on settlements and judgments and claims reached nearly a billion dollars more than the county budgeted this year for its animal care and control department, district attorney, and public defender combined. Bad cops cost you a lot of money. So here's some money that's uh, being paid out in the Denver suburb of Aurora. The city now had to agree to a $1.9 million settlement with a black family that was held at gunpoint by police. Denver suburb of Aurora agreed to pay Brittany Gillum and her family after police mistakenly believed she was driving a stolen car in 2020. Held at gunpoint for what they thought she was driving a stolen car. So there's two million dollars to Colorado for your racist cops. Joe Biden hopes to make Republicans pay a political price for their opposition to the border bill. In a speech, he said Trump would rather weaponize this issue than actually solve it. America doesn't need a border bill that does nothing to deter illegal immigration, said a Trump's spokeswoman. 
We need a president who will use his executive authority to shut the border down. Well, he didn't do it in four years, didn't get Mexico to pay for his wall. His wall was as flimsy as that wig on his head. And uh, Joe wants to do exactly that, but the Republicans won't let him. Lankford, who's the bill's lead Senate Republican negotiator, has been rebutting attacks from members of his own party while he tried to keep the legislation alive. Well, with the border deal collapsed, aid to Ukraine and Israel is in jeopardy. And uh, another loss for the Republicans, House Republicans' efforts to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, Biden's Homeland Security Secretary, over the border policy, failed after a handful of Republicans opposed it. Didn't count on, uh, didn't count on one Democrat leaving the hospital to vote, uh, to vote on it. And there you have it. More than 60 House Republicans signed a resolution declaring that Trump's actions on January 6th didn't amount to insurrection as courts and officials weigh his eligibility to hold office. I wonder if those same 60 House Republicans were fearing for their lives on January 6th. Maybe they shouldn't have had a way out. Well, Rona McDaniel, chairwoman, should we say ex-chairwoman, of the Republican National Committee, stepping down, basically got fired. Trump is likely to back a 2020 election denier to replace her. Well, she was a denier too. And the Texas company that was behind robocalls impersonating Biden through AI, urging Democrats not to vote in New Hampshire's primary, uh, is now being investigated, and that's uh, investigated for felonies. All right, Kenyan authorities charged a cult leader who they say ordered followers to starve themselves to death so they could meet Jesus with the murder of 191 children. A cult leader like Trump, who's got people out killing people, even their own parents, over him. Well, Nikki Haley got a little nightmare for herself in Nevada. The uh, what won this week on Nevada's uh, ballot, which is mostly symbolic. None. That's what won. None of these candidates' option won over Nikki Haley, the only major candidate on the ballot in the presidential primary contest there, because Trump wasn't allowed to be on the ballot. Trump's likely to sweep the state's GOP delegates in the state caucuses. I think that's happening today. Meanwhile, Joe Biden comfortably won the Silver State's Democratic primary by like 96%, forcing Marianne Williamson, who doesn't give up, to drop out of the race in case any of you knew she was even in the race. Well, the Republicans suffered yet another day of epic failures. MAGA Mike Johnson, the House Speaker's big push to impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security, failed spectacularly by just one vote. Meanwhile, a bipartisan effort in the Senate to enact border reform and send USA to Ukraine and Israel went up in flames after Republicans killed their own package. And a later GOP House bill to fund only Israel also failed. All right, the holy GOP, which are nothing but Nazis and racist, crazy people, now want to get rid of Pride Month. 
Pride Month could be next on the GOP's chopping board. So, so far they've gotten rid of why everything from beer to uh, books to any other rights that people have. The new bill introduced by two Republicans in the Oklahoma legislature would effectively ban state agencies from acknowledging or celebrating Pride Month, adding to the slew of anti-gay legislation introduced statewide and across the country. While they're all closeted doing their three ways and humping each other and child molesting, they are worried about Pride Month. Okay, here's a story to pay attention to, the next few. Iran, Russia, and China are going to run joint Navy drills. What could go wrong? An Iranian warship in the Strait of Hormuz, April 30th, 2019, was just a picture they put up online. Iran, Russia, and China will hold joint naval drills by the end of next month. The commander of Iran's Navy confirmed that, calling the drills war games. Though it's unclear exactly where the training will take place, last year the trilateral event was carried out in the Gulf of Oman. The announcement comes as tensions continue to soar in the Red Sea, with the United States launching fresh strikes against Houthi rebels in Yemen on Monday in response to ongoing attacks by the Iranian proxy militia. Well, we're, NATO is a proxy militia, but nobody talks about that. Well, the ex-Russian president, Dmitry Medvedev, warned NATO of an apocalypse. He said the West should tell its citizens the bitter truth about what would happen if the bloc clashes with Moscow. He said a full-scale war between Russia and NATO would leave Moscow with no choice but to deplore its nuclear assets. He reiterated that his country isn't seeking a conflict with the U.S.-led military bloc. Writing on Telegram Wednesday, Medvedev, who now serves as deputy chairman of Russia's Security Council, pushed back against statements by numerous Western leaders urging their countries to prepare for a potential conflict with Moscow. So when the world is ruled by demons, and most of them men, this is what you get. Because like one of my... Uh, one guest on the show said a long time ago about these kind of men. If they can't fuck it, they'll kill it. Okay, I'm going to take a short break. I will be right back. Got lots more news. Stay with me. Maria here with a great offer. If you're subscribed to the show, you already know what a great value you get for your money and the truth with a lot of humor put in the, in the mix, of course. But any of you that make a donation to the show of any amount... We'll get a free shout-out on the show with your name and uh, where you hail from. So once you make a donation, just send me uh, an email and let me know, and I'll be happy to do that on the next show. Also, uh, for any donation, $50 or more, I'll be happy to give out any announcement that you'd like, whether it's a birthday for someone, a special memorial for someone, a congratulations to someone. Uh, so you can make a donation for $50 and then send me... Uh, Send me the short announcement, whichever one it is, and I'll be happy to play that on the air. So right now, let's get back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Dr. William Mackis, who's diagnosed 20,000 cancer patients in his career, said that he's never seen anything like this, meaning what's going on. 
Young people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s are developing aggressive and rapidly growing turbo cancers. I've never seen stage four breast cancers presenting in women in their 20s. He went on to say, I've never seen stage four colon cancers presenting in men and women in their 20s and 30s. And he said, leukemias that'll kill you in a matter of days or even hours after diagnosis. And people still want to ignore the uh, experimental drug. I wonder if that was laced with cancer genes like their first polio shots. And again, if you don't get that reference, read the book or listen to the show in the archives, Dr. Mary's Monkey. All right, some rain and snow is still on tap for Southern California, but they're saying the worst of this winter storm has passed. A new low-pressure system moving into Southern California, bringing a cold front and further precipitation. Though nothing as serious and severe as the previous system that brought record rain, flooding, power outages, trees, I mean hundreds of trees, hundreds, over 500 mudslides. And statewide so far, the storm's death toll rose to nine, including four people hit by trees and three motorists who died in crashes. I've been watching a lot of videos cars literally just flipping over, all kinds of crazy stuff. The next chillier storm is expected to be more snow-focused with up to two feet of snow falling from Thursday across the Sierra into the Southern California mountains. And if you haven't seen the destruction of water and mud to what it does to man-made structures. I would surely suggest watching some of that on YouTube, which always reminds me of. Nature will always take back her own. And clear-cutting is never a good idea in California or building your house at the top of a cliff. But uh, people don't take nature into consideration. They just want to be king of the hill, and uh, Earth will let you know about that sooner or later. Okay, a man 35, I think that I caught this a little earlier, but I want to give you more details on it, who was shot in the Garment District Taylor. Uh, he was visiting the area. He was robbed of a $42,000 Rolex, and two ex-cons were arrested. He died uh, later died from a blood clot. He was riding an elevator when muggers jumped him. I'm here and bang, I'm scared. I opened the door and the floor was full of blood, said a worker. Well, these are not the days to be walking around with a $42,000 Rolex on when most Americans, as I said, can't afford rent, can't afford food, can't even afford McDonald's. Uh, So I would say, in my own opinion, if you've got flashy stuff, now's not the time to be flashing it because it could cost you your life. All right, let's go to ICE, the demons that is ICE. Their use of solitary confinement is only increasing under Joe Biden. A new report reveals that ICE continues to isolate immigrants en masse, including many who have known mental health conditions. Solitary confinement increasing under Biden. Okay. Let's get to the Pineapple Express. You know, these are things that these, the way that they describe weather, like now they want to have a hurricane level six, uh, 
it's like how much more are they gonna you know we got atmospheric rivers and we got the pineapple express all these new terms to cover the damage done by weather manipulation by humans i have no doubt in that so let's go to the pretty named but deadly pineapple express storm it caused a staggering eight million gallons of raw sewerage to spill in los angeles streets and nearly 500 mudslides with more rain on the way. Raw sewerage. Heavy rains battered the state with half of the rainfall seen in a year, just falling over a few days. The atmospheric river, a weather pattern made from plumes of moisture that can produce torrential amounts of rain, has killed at least nine people, washed away dozens of homes, and led to the enormous sewerage spill in Los Angeles County. So think of the pollution and filth besides everything else. I actually saw garbage washing up on a beach, I guess in San Diego, from a country on the other side of the planet. So uh, people forget the earth is a circle, it goes around, comes around. Let's go to Egypt. Egyptian's president, al-Sisi, announced significant wage hikes on Wednesday to address the cost of living crisis that's seen the national poverty rate hover around 30%. Sisi raised Egypt's monthly minimum wage by 50% to 6,000 Egyptian pounds. Don't get excited. That comes out to $194 starting in March. He also ordered all government monthly salaries to be raised by a minimum of 1,000 to 1,200 Egyptian pounds. Again, don't get excited. That's anywhere from $32 to $39. So you got that going on. How that's going to help the poor, I don't know. All right, let's go to the hate that Trump has released on America. We go to, of all places, of course, Austin, Texas. The stabbing of a 23-year-old Palestinian-American who advocates say was attacked near the University of Texas campus while riding in a truck displaying support for Palestine merits the label of a hate crime according to the Austin police. Bert James Baker, 36, was arrested following the Sunday night attack on Zachariah Doar who was hospitalized. Baker was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon Police say that the Hate Crimes Review Committee determined the stabbing met the definition of a hate crime. They provided that information to prosecutors who will make the final decision on whether to enhance the offense. Baker was on a bicycle. He rode up to the truck Dower and three others were riding in, opened the tailgate and doors, started yelling racial slurs at them. The group exited the truck and approached Baker, who then punched Dower in the shoulders a fight ensued with Baker eventually pulling out a knife and stabbing Doerr in the ribs. When Baker was interviewed by the police, what was his excuse? He said he was an alcoholic and had more to drink that day than he normally did. Well, I know a lot of alcoholics that drink, but they don't go out stabbing people. Baker was being held in jail on a $100,000 bond. An attorney was not listed for him. And don't forget, in Vermont, in November, three college students of Palestinian descent were shot and seriously wounded while taking an evening walk in an attack authorities are investigating as a possible hate crime. Well, aren't all these crimes hate crimes? That's my thought. 
What kind of normal people do things like that? All right, while they dither back and forth, Congress's own economists say immigration is set to add $7 trillion to the U.S. economy over the next decade. Immigration may have already provided another benefit to the economy by helping it avoid a recession. Because people think immigrants are useless, but they don't get that they all pay more taxes than Trump, I'm sure, more taxes than Elon Musk, taxes that they will never benefit from. All right, so Joe Biden's taking another swing at Trump, saying Trump is an existential threat to America. He should have just said to the world. He first told a private campaign reception that the biggest existential threat to the world was the environment. But later, he labeled Trump as the threat, echoing criticisms made throughout the campaign. He needs to get tougher than that. Well, the state of Florida is another time you can leave the United States without a passport. It's trying now to tank an abortion ballot proposal that the people of Florida want. Florida's conservative Supreme Court considering the wording of a ballot proposal that would enshrine abortion rights in the state constitution, a measure that Florida officials are hell-bent on stopping. More than one million Floridians signed a petition to get the amendment in support of abortion rights on November's ballot. And I'm sure none of those one million people voted for Ron DeSatan. All right, another loss for Trump. A judge defends their, his decision in the E. Jean Carroll case. The judge reaffirmed his rejection of a mistrial in the defamation case against Trump after Jean Carroll was awarded $83 million in damages last month. The judge said, the motion made no sense. Well, nothing Trump or his inept ambulance-chasing lawyers makes any sense. Well, it looks like Mike Johnson is feeling the heat, MAGA Mike. Around 100 days into his tenure, he's facing back-to-back -back defeats in the House this week. And it highlights the litany of issues he inherited and his inexperience. And the House Republicans, led by Marjorie Taylor Greene, said they would again try to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas after their first attempt fell short of with one vote. This is what they're busy doing. Instead of doing anything positive for the American people, what else is new? Okay, time for headline news. One expert said there's no path to the Supreme Court for Trump, and the lawful thing to do is just put him on trial. There's 58% of Americans don't trust SCOTUS. We'll see what those idiots, and three of them Trump idiots, end up doing. CNN panel delivered a brutal rundown of the House GOP debacles, saying they have so many levels of failure because they're too busy fighting each other and kissing Trump's mushroom. All right, Democrats blasted Speaker MAGA Mike Johnson's mockery of border agents, calling that a new low. Why don't he take himself to the border, the little wimp of a man, and see how tough he is. All right, well, some experts are saying that SCOTUS is likely to reject the appeal of Trump's immunity ruling, as they should. All right, nothing is not an option. Joe Biden asked the GOP that they either serve Trump or the American people. 
Well, we know who they serve. Trump, Russia, and dictators. And let's not leave out Israel. Well, Taylor Swift's lawyer is threatening a lawsuit against a student who's been tracking her flight information, which has got to be pretty creepy. Judge Ngorin's email suggests massive penalty for Trump because he lied under oath in my courtroom. Well, when are we going to know what that is? Jack Smith is going to seek to expedite Trump's Supreme Court immunity appeal and get rid of Judge Cannon at the same time. I hope he's successful because she just keeps uh, delaying and creating issues that only benefit Trump. The appeals court made it easy for SCOTUS to reject Trump's immunity claim, according to CNN's Paula Reed. Mitch McConnell, who was all for the bill three hours after he decided to kiss Trump's ass, then killed the bipartisan border bill. And that happened only three hours after speaking in support of it. And there you have it. So he's getting tortured by the Republicans. MAGA Mike Johnson was mocked over letting Trump influence the border deal, saying, obviously, you're not calling the shots. Wall Street Journal's editorial board is flabbergasted that the GOP sabotaged its own bill. Well, it's, it's a party of clowns and idiots and traitors. Let's not leave that one out. The Colorado Secretary of State said that she's already had 64 death threats just for doing the right thing. Lauren Boebert's constituents are grateful that she's running scared in 2024. They're just embarrassed of her, and her new district hates her. One conservative said that the House GOP is a car being driven at a high speed by a drunk. That's the truth of it. Well, Trump's rants against the border deal is a death wish for the Republican Party. Had me on death wish. And Nikki Haley generously offers not to execute women who have abortions. Well, isn't that special? Putin's long-term investment in Trump is about to pay off, according to the Financial Times. I don't know how. DeSantis in Florida's GOP is targeting kids with cuts to food, health care, and work protection. Save the fetus Florida, cutting their food, health care, and work protections. And I have to tell you, uh, once again, on the rare occasion, I'm going to agree with Ann Coulter. On Monday, she shared her opinion on what Donald Trump needs to do to help conservatives take America back. Her answer was a three-letter word, die. And I said, oh my, I totally agree. A lawmaker levels an epic zing at Marjorie Taylor Greene, asking her, what are you doing in the men's bathroom? Astonishingly high number of GOP voters ditch a convicted Trump, according to an ex-White House aide. A lot of them say if he's convicted, they won't vote for him. What are they waiting for, is my answer every day. Morning Joe predicted that the GOP will pay a price for their border sabotage. And Seth Meyers panned the Trump-Elvis look-alike post. He said, yeah, you look like Elvis. You also look like you died on the toilet, which is a good one. My answer is he looks like Elvis in his current state. 
Some people are wearing Apple's Vision Pro while driving a Cybertruck crossing the street. This is why you got to put warnings on people not eating uh, detergent pods. What kind of idiot drives with an Apple Vision Pro, which by the way costs 3500 bucks, on their face crossing the streets? A Tesla owner was pulled over by cops for driving down the highway while wearing his new Apple Vision computer glasses, and he well deserved that. Elon Musk fostered a culture of drug use among senior leaders at Tesla and SpaceX, according to a report. And some board members felt pressured to take drugs with Elon Musk, according to the Wall Street Journal, the hero Elon Musk. Well, a one year has passed since the East Palestine derailment, and the rail industry blocked new safety rules. And that town is still suffering. No one's visited them. No one's helped. It's just as toxic now as it was a year ago. No surprise to me, according to a study, black people who see news of police killings of unarmed black individuals have sleep problems. I don't think even Dr. Krakow could fix those sleep problems. I would think even without seeing news of police killing unarmed black individuals, I would have sleep problems just being black in racist America. And as I mentioned a little earlier, hurricanes are now so strong, scientists want to introduce Category 6 storms. When I see that, I remember Sunbear's last book, where he predicted that we would have category six and seven storms where we would have earthquakes up to number tens but nobody wanted to pay attention then and very few care now i know my audience cares and is another prediction i made about all those ice glaciers melting and god knows what's trapped inside well now again i have proven to be correct Ancient 15,000-year-old viruses are seen in melting Tibetan glaciers. 15,000-year-old viruses. And uh, I don't know how we would ever deal with that. What kind of presidential candidate would cause his opponents to fear for their lives? A scumbag. There's the answer. Some of these things, I mean, I think I could do a a three-hour comedy routine on some of these headlines. Trump's PAC spent over $5 million on legal aid for his children, almost half of that money, exclusively for Ivanka. All right, the special counsel is expected to clear Biden in his classified documents case. Could be because, A, he admitted he had them, too, he returned them right away, unlike Blutel. All right, Donald Trump faces a new New York ballot challenge for insurrection through his personal actions, so New York doesn't want him on the ballot either, or in New York. And Jack Smith could move to have Judge Eileen Cannon booted from Trump's documents case. Let's hope that happens. And Tucker Carlson, who was kicked off Fox News, decided to go kiss the ass of Vladimir Putin this week. And he's facing media fury over his interview with Putin. Not to worry, it's just going to be on X, on his channel on X. That's what he's been reduced to. I'm sure very few people will even bother to tune it in. 
And Tucker Carlson, while he was in Moscow, said, I'm interviewing Putin to inform people on history-altering developments. All right, GOP representatives said their constituents are restless over the inaction of the party, saying, what the hell are you guys doing? Good question. Don't forget that in November. Unmitigated disaster. Republicans openly regret McCarthy ouster after the back-to-back losses under MAGA Mike Johnson, who's even worse than Kevin McCarthy. All right, breaking our democracy is all part of the GOP plan to install a dictator or a king or a god or an idol. You know who I'm talking about, the orange Cheeto. All right, the six SCOTUS justices will perform intellectual gymnastics in the Trump hearing. Well, they'd never be able to do any physical gymnastics. Well, 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 too bad, too sad. My heart bleeds, let me swallow a Band-Aid. Another one bites the dust. Remember that song? Another one bites the dust. The 200-member Moms for Liberty chapter collapsed. I wonder if it's because their leader was having a three-way and a rapist. Donald Trump is spreading a dangerous mental illness to his supporters. They have to be mentally ill to support him. And bankrupt Giuliani, yep, back in the news, testifies that the 2020 Trump campaign still owes him roughly $2 million. And no surprise here, America's credit card debt hits a record $1.13 trillion, with a lot of people defaulting on their credit card debt, which makes sense if you can't afford McDonald's, you can't pay your credit card either. And Alabama, one of the worst, one of the worst states in the country for police, racist police cops and crazy cops, is the last story of the day. Alabama cops violently arrested two elderly women. One was 60, I take offense at 60 being elderly. The other one was 84. What was their crime? Taking care of feral cats. They have so many feral cats that these women were actually trapping them and taking them and getting them spayed. And the cops arrested them, jostled them. One woman ended up with a concussion when she was taken to the lo- when they were taken to a local jail, and they were mistreated further, even in jail, for taking care of cats in Alabama. So there you have it. You know, like I used to say when people would think they were insulting me when I lived in New York, and they would say, you New Yorkers, look out your window and only see California. Well, look at the stories I give you on all the states in between. And maybe that's, uh, maybe that's why. Anyway, that's the news. I hope if you're in California, you had some insurance, even though your regular homeowner's insurance isn't paying for your damage. Hopefully, you know, I think they said only 3% of people there actually had flood insurance, which is cray-cray. But who would expect floods in California? But it always reminds me of that song, It Never Rains in California. But when it does, it pours. Uh, So send some good energy to the people there, to the plants, to the animals, the homeless. I'm watching the plights of the homeless in the middle of all that crap. And it's unbelievable in our Christian nation where we have billions of dollars every day to give to warmongering countries to eliminate 
other races of people, that we have homeless people starving in the streets, and uh, we have the nerve, the absolute gall, to call ourselves a Christian nation. Remember what I always say, Christian is a verb, not a noun. It's how you act. It's not a shield to hide behind. Anyway, I hope you guys have a safe and happy weekend. And don't forget to tune back in next week for Hell and High Water. Next week is Valentine's Day. So, instead of feeling the pressure to buy for other people, how about loving yourself and buy yourself something for Valentine's Day. Something that says, I love you to you. And again, I love each and every one of you for hanging in there with me. Some of you have been with the show, God, the whole 24 years. Tell your friends about it. Get them to come over and subscribe or donate to the show. Any donation over five bucks, I will give them a couple of days pass for the show. Just depending on what it is they donate to what I will give them in return. And the best thing I give people is education. And without education, you're lost in this world. Again, thanks, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.